0: Hey, you're drinking house coffee. Unfiltered conversations brewed at the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service.
1: We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends, sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The doors always open.
0: Let us pour you a cup. Yeah, I hit record and I hit the play you button the play this morning, button. <laughs> so we should be ready to roll this time. Sweet. Shout out to TJ for making our um, iPhone video, uh, iPhone audio sound um, as sweet as it could. Yeah. So and thanks for thanks for going through that with us, guys. If you did listen to that episode,
1: last week's episode was probably my favorite episode that we've recorded really? so far, and it's like. Only in video audio, which yeah. is kind of ironic, but I think that just, we, we wanted to roll with it anyway because the content was so good and yeah. genuine.
0: And I figured it could, it would be fine. I, yeah. I, dude, every podcast that I listen to, at least, and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but every podcast I listen to is the type of vibe where it's like, hey, we flubbed it, but we're going to just go with mm-hmm. this one and that works for me. So. Yeah. TJ commented, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm happy that there's like this consistency. If nothing else, there's consistency of the vibe of like, you know, we're just real people out here. So, yep. and that's all you can be in this life.
1: I liked what you said before you hit record, which is today's episode is brought to you by burnout. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it is. And that is in fact what we were talking about today. Yeah. Um, where do we start?
1: I'm sure every creative person has experienced burnout you've experienced burnout, I know for a fact.
0: I don't know. Burnout's an interesting thing. And I don't know if I actually personally have really gotten to that point, but I probably have. And maybe the fact that I'm like, I don't know, was that really burnout is like enough of a situation that I, that I was, you know, I think burnout has this whole gaslighting thing that it, the, the culture, the burnout culture, maybe yeah. does the same to us where we're like, oh, I don't know, was, was it that extreme? When really it was like, no, no one should live to those, <laughs> to these kinds of standards, you know? So, probably, yes. I think I could own, I think I could some, own some burnout.
1: Yeah. And I was I feeling
0: I, burnout last night, even ironically, really? after we talked about all this stuff. Yeah. I went to bed at like 1 a.m.
1: Oh, wow. That's, but
0: anyway, that's go ahead.
1: Super late. I, I got a text. A late text from yeah, from me and co- TJ. <laughs> Well, not well, yeah, yeah but I didn't note, see it till the note. morning because I'm I go to bed at like nine, so I don't really see right. anything after nine because totally. I put my phone on do not disturb. That's and, why I text
0: you because I know you're not going to see it.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> but I did get a text. I actually did see a text before I fell asleep from a client, and I was like, "This is a tomorrow problem. This nice. isn't a tonight problem." And I just. Put my phone down, and I fell asleep.
0: Sick. Did you have my uh, voice ringing in your ears <laughs> from the day from that from morning? Yesterday.
1: Um, y- yes and no. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's it's something that I've always. I- I'm no good to anybody after nine o'clock. I just after eight o'clock, I'm no good to anybody. What? That's not my best work. But if somebody texts me after nine o'clock, they're gonna get a text. Right after five AM. Nice. That's just how it works.
0: As I have. <laughs> As I do. Yeah.
1: As you have from me? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Even like this morning. Yeah. And that's fair. That's totally fair. I'm often up on both ends of that. I'm often the one sending the text, but I'm also up to receive your text <laughs> <laughs> these days. Uh, all yeah. good. So
1: what what made you want to talk about burnout, Rich? Because I think this was this episode was your idea.
0: This was my this was my idea. And partly I really just think this is something that's that's a big conversation right now in the entrepreneurial space, creative people, anyone working anywhere, ever, <laughs> <laughs> right now. Like this is this is something that I think a lot of people are are rubbing up against, um, experiencing themselves, or you know someone who is, and I think it just makes sense for us to talk about it. But last week, you literally we're sitting in this chair and said to me I think I'm burnt out. <laughs> and I was like I was like yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I wanted to hear more. I wanted to give you a chance to talk more about like your experience of burnout lately. I certainly can talk about um it's funny because like I was saying to you that I don't feel so burnt out right now. And maybe this is like this last six months has been the period of the least of feeling of burnout for me since starting the business like five years ago and and that's intriguing to think about and refreshing to like not feel burnt out but then as soon as let we had our conversation yesterday and then last night i was literally up all day long yesterday i was stressing out about this week ahead because of all the different things i have going on that are a little out of the ordinary that I have to account for because now I've got like a new job on top of owning my own business and there's something to balance with all that stuff and then I had a whole bunch of extra stuff to do yesterday um, Yeah, because so I was up late and I was just feeling like, I was just feeling like, wow, I'm gonna, I cannot continue to do it this way because I will very quickly approach burnout again.
1: Yeah, and you have like Monday, Tuesday as your, off
0: days. Right. Well, that was, yeah, and that was part of it. So Monday is supposed to be my day to do this stuff, but it's also my day with Oliver when I had him yesterday and I still went to three different meetings. Mm-hmm. So um, that just doesn't work. I can't like do when, when, when half my work has to be on the computer, like putting in food orders and doing payroll and um, all the other stuff that has to happen on a Monday because I can either do it Sunday or Monday. Neither of those feels great. Um so I was like, all right, well, I'll have Oliver. So I can go to these meetings. i can got to be physically present somewhere, but I can't like get enough time on the computer in one shot where Ollie doesn't need something Yeah, um, that's that I can do it. And so it came down to doing it last, last night. But yeah, so those are supposed to be my days off. They're not going to be days off ever. Tuesday is my day without Ollie because he's got a babysitter, but I still have four meetings tomorrow and... And then I have to, and they're all in different places, although I'm going to see if I can move some of them so they're kind of closer together. And on top of that, I had some actual shop work I wanted to do, and now I have two shops <laughs> to account yeah. for. So, um, man. This, so this is all new, and that's a little bit why it's unorganized <laughs> or organized chaos uh, that I have to like iron out how to put all that together with a child um
1: work-life balance but
0: i think it's i can a challenge for all of us I, mean, I obviously believe i can do it because i'd sign on for these things mm-hmm. and my team believes i can do it because they gave me permission to do all these things my team includes my wife <laughs> <And> <laughs> so i mean i know it's possible it's just like this is the first week of me being responsible for a a, a particular set of of tasks that up to now other people have done yeah so that's yeah. So yeah. days off, I don't know about those. But, you know, not having to go to the shop and serve customers, like that's kind of like a day off when you're in my my industry.
1: Yeah. And I, and I can relate to that because there's no days off, I feel like, in my industry. And I'm not yeah. saying that as like a – I'm not trying to be competitive. I'm just saying like I actually had a pretty good discussion with Brandon yesterday about like – like there are times and it's usually this time of year during summer where I feel like I don't get to enjoy my summer be- and like which is my favorite time of year the right. days are the longest like the nights are the longest and there's just I, there's so much nostalgia associated with summer for me and I don't want to be stressed out during these months and right now I am and I th- I'm thinking about like what can I do? What can I change to make it such that I'm not stressed out during my favorite time of year? Because in real estate, you got to get while well, the getting's good. And right now the getting's good. But like high stress, like high return means high stress. And I'm I'm in the middle of a balancing act right now because my staging business is just... I'm in in demand right now and I'm doing more staging for non-clients. So like people who are hiring me to stage, like other agents who are hiring me to stage, I'm not just staging my own listings. So like that's really cool, really exciting. And I said yes to like one one of my bigger projects I've ever done, which is, um, my broker, Judy Gabler, is opening a new location in Glenville, which is so exciting for me because I've never worked for my prior broker was in an, another town and um, two towns that I didn't live in. He had two three offices <clears throat> and. like Judy's main office is in Delmar and she's opening a location in Glenville, which is like 10 minutes away from where I live. And it's so exciting because I'm, I'm finally in a company that's like where I, where I work All, all the times before I've been, you know, I've in Schenectady County working in Schenectady County, but not necessarily in Glenville with um, my brokerages, so that's really exciting. She has hired me to basically style and state permanently stage the new office, and she's given me a budget. And she's and I've I've taken um, Joe on to help me because my friend Joe, shout out to Joe, is just. Um, a good friend of mine, who I met through Pottery Barn, who is, who used we both used to work there, and he's great at styling things, and he's also really good at reining me in. We had a meeting at my house last night, and he was at my house until like almost ten, oh, wow. and we were planning and preliminarily shopping for items. And this is such a fun project, and it's making me realize, like, oh, I I think I think I want to pursue this more. But I'm scared about like detaching myself as like Maggie, the real estate agent. And I don't think there will ever be a day where I'm not selling houses, but I'd love to be able to get to the point where I don't need to sell the house in order to make ends meet. So,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: that was the burnout. Yeah. That's a little bit of a intro to my burnout.
0: So um your Okay, so I want to hear you say is that staging is ramping up? Yep. And you've got all these jobs and they're and that's a big one. That last one sounds like pretty big. So that's a lot on your mind and a lot on your plate.
1: Well, I've never staged for somebody who Asked me to purchase furniture for the space, like when I stage. Just to give a quick out overview, when I stage someone's house,
0: you take all your furniture from your living room and put it in your <laughs> Mini Cooper.
1: <laughs> Joe rags on me for that too. <laughs> um, I I basically own all my inventory, and I use my own inventory. Yes, some of it has been collected from my house and has never returned back to my house and it just sort of lives in my trailer or bounces from house to house.
0: Shout out to Brandon. Sorry, Brandon.
1: <laughs> um, but I've never staged a space before where I've had to um, curate and um, source everything because this is an empty office. So I have to purchase, I have to thoughtfully decide what types of waiting room chairs are, or conference room chairs and tables and, and consoles and um, coordinate with somebody who can hang TVs and wire things and all things that are logistically simple but just kind of take up time and you have to like dedicate the brain space to do Not my strong point, but I've got someone like Joe who's very organized and um, is great at math. So he can, (laughs) you know, calculate things and logistically, because he was like, we're not going to order all this at once because it's going to arrive at your house. And then you have to, (laughs) you have to bring it to the office. And then some of these things need to be assembled. And what are you going to do with all the boxes and like packaging that this comes in. And that already kind of stresses me out because I don't want, I am I think I've said in a prior episode, I'm kind of against purchasing things that like add to the landfill. But in this case, um, if I want to find four matching occasional chairs, how else am I going to do that unless I buy them new? Because this is this is like a corporate office. Yeah, it's
0: interesting, right? It's a different vibe. But what I am going to do
1: is um, when it comes to like decor and some of the smaller pieces, I want to source from local shops like Bluebird and Be Inspired because I would love to be able to support those small businesses. And I know that they use a lot of um, artisans and reclaimed things. So yeah, anyways, that's, that's the shortened version of... The long, the long version of my short story.
0: Yeah. So what is, so like, what are the signs to you that you're, you're like burning out? What, what indicates to you? And I don't think, I think you're maybe like bouncing back from last week yeah. when you said uh, that, yeah. you know, I think uh, you're feeling sure. better, but that's just my read. <clears throat> but like last week, what were you feeling? What was the experience of?
1: The feeling that.
0: What even brought, if you even know, like what brought it on? Like how? Well,
1: what brought it on last week you? was. Um, it's partially because it's things outside of my control, which the real estate market today in upstate New York, June, 2023, it's still very much a seller's market. There are still multiple offers on any house that's worth, you know, any any buyer wanting to live there. And properties that sold several years ago, like two hundred and fifty, used to be a great two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, used to be a great budget for the average price point, the average Joe looking to buy a house. Now you can't even get into a, a decent house without any problems for less than three hundred and fifty, in my experience. Wow, because. Houses are selling over asking price and there's demand and people are willing to pay for that demand. So I was feeling burnt out because I I listed a house and we had, um, I don't even know how many showings, maybe 30 or 40 showings in like the span of three days. And we had 10 offers and that, that was a night that I was at a client's house past 10 o'clock reviewing these offers. And I don't just sit, like when I, when I present offers to my clients, I don't just hand them the papers, that, like print the papers and hand them to them. I actually put all of the terms and prices and information into a spreadsheet so it's organized so that they can look at each offer and compare apples to apples, like inspection um, terms, ex- escalation price, closing dates, mortgage dates, the amount of their deposit. You kind of have to compare all of the um, nuts and bolts of someone's offer. It's not always about the highest price. Sometimes it's about the best terms. Yeah, And these people in particular wanted to compare that. And then what happened was um, they accepted an offer and like people are still trying to see the house and people are still sending me like verbal text offers after I've said they've accepted and signed an offer. I'm still getting people who are desperate to buy a house like... Oh, my client wants to offer this, and I'm obligated to share any offer that I receive at any point in the transaction, even if it's the day before closing and somebody texts me and says, "I want to make an offer on your listing for five dollars. I am legally bound to present that uh, offer <laughs> oh, I have wow. to like that's just yeah my my duty as as an agent is to present any any offer like that. And it just causes a lot of confusion when you tell some like, and I get annoyed when agents are so persistent and you say they've accepted and signed an offer and they're like, well, my, my client wants to offer X amount and will they, can, can you let me know what they say? And then I say that, I tell my clients, I'm like, hey, I'm obligated to share this information with you. You got another backup offer, even though you've already accepted one. And now they're questioning things and it just adds confusion. And, and they're like, well, what do you think we should do? And I was like, well, they haven't even seen the house in person yet. They haven't provided any proof of funds. And their agent is being really pushy with me right now. So like those are three things that I don't like and it could be, add up to be you might add up add up to regret changing your mind on this um so long story short they th- we didn't end up going with that backup offer but it just it just adds confusion to the mix and um on top of that like i i'm working with a handful of other buyers who need to see a house before the deadline of the offers are going, coming in. So usually like if a house hits the market and it's a great house, you only have like a three-day window to see it and make an offer on it. And so my clients and just like a lot of other buyers out there right now are under a lot of pressure to make a decision, a 350 dollars to $450,000 decision after seeing a house for less than 30 minutes. And I that's so wild to me. But that is what I mean when you know I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about normalizing this craziness. That's kind of part of this craziness that's in the real estate market and I I kind of have like I have to always be vigilant because if somebody texts me and they want to see a house, I have to be able to get them in there as soon as possible because they could miss an opportunity to see the house because it might be sold in, in a day or two. And to me, that's a lot of pressure. And that is what's preventing me from enjoying my favorite time of year because I'm instead of like being in the moment and living and being happy and like you know planning a summer trip or like for example my best friend Amy her birthday is this month and she is going to Ireland and she invited me to go to Ireland with her and i i'm like Brandon's like, you should go, you should go to Ireland. It's at the end of the month. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll just do it. And then my passport's expired, well, it expires this month. And I don't even have the mental brain space to dedicate to figuring out how to like renew my passport and expedite it and like plan like a a trip right now because I'm so preoccupied with all the other things on my plate. And to me, that is an indicator. Like to me, that is sad that like I can't even plan to go on a trip to Ireland with my best friend because I'm so caught up with all the stuff I've got going on with work. And that is what... That's not, that's no fun. Like, that's not what it's all about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely isn't fun. Um, man.
1: And then if I even went to Ireland with her, let's say my passport wasn't expiring. I've got X amount of houses under contract right now. And like, people texting me after nine o'clock at night with like what they think is like a world ending question that they need to get off their heads. But like, I, I wouldn't be able to relax. I wouldn't be able to go to, I wouldn't be able to enjoy my best friend and celebrate my best friend because I'd be so concerned about what I'm not accomplishing back at home. I don't, that's not cool. I want to reach a point where I want to make a change in my business where I'm not, I can go on a trip to Ireland with my best friend and shut my phone off and not worry that the world is going to end. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: <sighs> sounds nice. You know, yeah, you, <clears throat> that gives me some thoughts. First of all, I, I was just like thinking how that's how that's gonna hit people how that sounds everything you're saying and hopefully it just like resonates with people but then there was like this weird little voice in the back of my head that was like and i'm not saying this is good this this is actually part of the problem i think there was like this voice in the back of my head that was like somebody's gonna hear that or or i might even something inside of me says like well, that's what you signed up for, right? And I'm like, yeah, dude, shut up! Like that is actually <laughs> it is not what I signed up for <laughs> at all, but not really. <laughs> like the point, and 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 how accurate is that? Now, to a degree, it has to be accurate, probably depending on someone's industry or career or or whatever it is. But see, this is why I'm interested in this conversation. It's like, what needs to change? It's not just what needs to change in your life. It's what needs to change in like all around us what needs to happen so that like s- this chain of like the system is kind of overhauled it's almost like a system overhaul that needs to happen so that none of us have to think now i know this is literally impossible because <laughs> this is so many things feed into one another in the way the economy and the workforce and company cultures and stuff work but that's the kind of the way I start thinking about stuff like this like man we're, we're like really deep in this thing and this is part of why there's this issue and it's it's because you this is like this culture and this expectation and you can't one person can't change that you know you kind of just have to decide for yourself and this is what you're saying and asking is like how do I change something for me because I can't change the the broader situation that's that's a tough ask
1: yeah and I don't have the answer specifically. I just don't know like what, what the short term solution is because we're in mid June right. right now. And I'm glad that I'm like self-aware enough to f- realize now like that, that it's happening again. Cause it happens every year. And true. Um, it's just like, I don't want to wake up one day and be like, wow, I pissed away like the t- last 10 summers of my life because I was so concerned about making someone happy or getting somebody that house or getting somebody these offers when like I could have been spending more time with Brandon or hanging out and playing with my dogs or going to Ireland with my best friend. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I have an easy solution for you. <laughs> Maggie is off the grid, guys, for the next three weeks. <laughs> Wait, is it this I, month I, or next month?
1: For what? Ireland. For just, oh, no, I'm not. The there, I month. don't have a passport. I can't go.
0: Listen, I'm clearing your schedule, all right? I'm going to take all your calls <laughs> all and texts. Sweet. And I'm going to say, look, Maggie's on... Um. She's mm-hmm. on a fast track toward Ireland right now. Yeah. So you just gotta give her a break and uh, call us yeah. back in three weeks. <laughs> Does that work? I
1: know. That would be I would love that. That yeah. would be so fun.
0: That's that's a tough one. It's, when did you when did you hear about that trip?
1: Um I don't know how long uh, like a plenty, week and a half ago. Yeah,
0: I mean short term trip to Ireland. short notice short term. Short notice trip to Ireland is
1: Yeah.
0: I mean but I can barely thing, take a short notice trip Rich, to like the grocery store.
1: I feel like pre-real estate Maggie, first of all, wouldn't even let her passport expire. That would have been out of the question. I would be like, my passport's expiring. I need to get that renewed right away. Yeah. So that's the other thing that I was like downing myself about because I'm like, man, I, the old Maggie like wouldn't let her passport expire. And I've been so busy and I've been so consumed with the things going on in my life, you know, the addition of our house and like, you know, my starting a staging business on top of, in a busy real estate market, starting like a starting, a, starting a podcast, <laughs> like I, I've allowed all these other things to become a priority in my life that I haven't re- like that my password expired. So when I, when my best friend says hey let's go to Ireland I can't even take her up on that opportunity and that's also what sort of like got me down because I was the old Maggie wouldn't have let that happen because I would have been I would have known that my passport was going to expire because I was traveling so much and I haven't traveled right you know
0: yeah it's like when when is traveling on your radar right it's not even gonna come up yeah yeah I mean it makes total sense um it makes a little sense to me. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing all that.
1: This isn't meant to be like house coffee complaints line. No, it's dude. just like,
0: or is it? Call us <laughs> up. It's five one eight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no hit, but yeah. You know what? I'd love to hear burnout stories because this, I think this is something that is so real for people, and it doesn't have to be. You know, you don't have to be this. See, burnout can happen. Here's okay. This is where I think this is this is where I think burnout happens. Okay and I was hearing it in your story, I took a note on it. I think that burnout goes hand in hand with the inability to relax.
1: Mm.
0: And that's kind of where you're, what you were saying to me, um, is when you have to grind so hard for an indetermined period of time. See, anyone can kind of sprint, right? For like a known period of time or a known distance. But if you have to sprint forever, and if what you're doing just feels like, or even a marathon. A marathon works partly because you know how long it's supposed to take and you know what it's trained for right? and you know how to predict it, right? And you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to start this small business and it's going to be three years because that's what they say, right? It's going to be this three-year grind and I can do that. And sure, but what if it's a five-year grind? Or what if that first year actually was like a double grind? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you... You just get in your head (laughs) (laughs) that um, that something is going to be like something manageable for your known capacity, but then it's but then it's it's they always say this. It's like twice as expensive. It's going to take twice as long, et cetera, et cetera. And then you get into that, and you get to the other end of it, except the other end of it doesn't exist, and you're still in it. And it's like I'm never going to be able to chill and relax and I think that's what makes things hard there's not this balance of and all, you know maybe this is what work-life balance means it's like there's not this balance of rest right. and work in our culture at least it's so rare to see and I think that when you when someone's in a career that they're I just, I have to do it this way. It only works this way. It's like, that might be true of that career. You know, STEM fields are this way, um, technology, you hear about it a lot, even like accounting firms. Like there's just all these industries and, and, and things where it's like, no, that's just part of it. You know, I just accept it. Uh, the video game culture mm-hmm. has a lot of uh, bad rap for this. It's like, it just, it just eats people up because there's no, there's no balance of like, you're going to work really hard for like this known period of time. And then you're also going to rest, you know, for these, it's it's going to be a balance. And when you, when you, all you can see in the future, like looking ahead is just work and not knowing when a tax is going to come and you, you don't get to feel like oh, I'm going to get a week off. I'm going to get three days off. Like you just never know when you're going to be able to take time off You're you, maybe it happens just here and there, and you and you know that. Well, eventually a rest day comes or something like that. You know, it mm-hmm. just kind of falls into place. But it's 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 knowing when you can expect that that I think helps alleviate some of the stress that builds up and leads to to burnout. Right, that's my take. Yeah. And I was hearing you say like I can't enjoy my summers, my favorite right. time. I can't go on this trip and that's okay that's a big ask no one's like oh man I wish you could like you should be able to take a trip to Ireland anytime it's like doesn't quite work that way in anyone's realm of existence in most people's realm of existence but but like knowing when you can plan a vacation that's, right. even that makes I think a big difference and that's that's I think where like when you have to grind for so long doing something that just you're not sure if it's ever going to give you results in your case you do know it's going to give you results but you know, start a startup thing or, or whatever. You just never know. But it's it's not even about that as much as it is. There's not the ability to break from it in a known with yeah. like a known pattern or repeatability. And I think that's where my burnout came from comes from. You know, in my in my five years of, of starting, storied and not only starting but running it. Like we just never got to a place. It just becomes this whole cycle. In my case, it was this whole cycle of like, I don't have money to pay staff. So I'm the staff, but because I'm the staff, I can't, I'm, my capacity is limited. So I can't increase production or increase marketing. There's no money for like driving revenue. So I'm always just figuring out, okay, there's only this much ever coming in, like on a daily basis, weekly basis. I know what the kind of low end is and I'm just going to plan around that. And so, but it's just me and I'm wearing all these hats and I can't, you're always going to be dropping the ball somewhere and but the point is like, I can't, no money to hire staff, can't, can't personally drive the revenue to get the money to hire staff. And it just becomes this thing where I'm working, literally I was working like 18 hour days. Christine was not happy, <laughs> nor was I, you know, like I was working, oh, man, I don't.
1: <laughs> you fall asleep at the coffee shop? I was literally shop? just going
0: to say that. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would sleep on the bench. I would sleep on the bench in the shop. And because it was like, I have to do this bakery prep, but I'm just going to like, but I'm also too tired to do it. So I'm just going to sleep here. I'm going to wake up before anyone knows (laughs) anything and then I'll finish it there. Maybe I'll go home and shower (laughs) (laughs) Um, before we open but I'll be back to open. It's just like, what the, what on earth, dude? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we did that for a while and then what happens, I'm just like, you know what, this is not worth it. And so yeah, stop making certain baked goods or stop doing it all together. And so people, and then, and it's just a cycle. It's like, people are coming in. Oh, you know, you don't have, you never have baked goods. It's like, yeah, F you, dude. <laughs> no, I don't have any baked goods right now. Cause I took a nap on that friggin' bench last night. It's like, what do you, what do you want from me?
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know how extreme other people's experiences have been. Although shout out to you if you slept on, uh, if you slept in your store before. <laughs> wow. I, I know. Yeah. I, I definitely know at least one other person who, um,
1: who admits that
0: who who I, who I knew that to be true of, yeah and and I knew that person to have a, an experience and I dude way before Rich. I even had my business
1: last week I was staging a house oh. I was so <laughs> tired I was so tired and also probably have didn't really eat that much in the day because I just was just, just busy going I was running on fumes and I was so tired I was my sofa was still in my trailer. And I was like, what if I just climbed up in my sofa inside my trailer and took a nap? And I seriously considered it. I almost did it. And then I was like, that might not be the safest thing because I can't close the doors because then I'll suffocate and die. And then if I leave the door open and some weirdo wants to like climb into the door and sees me sleeping, I'm in a really vulnerable position. So I opted to go to Panera and get some food, and that helped.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, didn't I mean, mean to cut you off, you but I, here first, I was dude. like, great, I
1: almost, I almost slept in you, my business. You know the vibe. <laughs> I do. Yeah,
0: close, close. Well, you'll you'll achieve that level someday, mm-hmm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. In a when you're in a safer environment. Yeah, like you for sure. <laughs> rock went out on the couch. Uh, love that. So, look, I'm not saying this is how you should do it. In fact, the fact that these things happen means something's broken. And that is where I'm coming from with this whole burnout thing. It's like something's broken. We need, and we need like, a system overhaul. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, it's, it's become, it's, who knows how long this has been a problem. Maybe this has always been a factor of life. Um, I think it happens in all kinds of industries and circles and, like, pursuits and you hear about it all over the place and you can even get burnout and stuff like you that you're just it's just part of your routine like it doesn't have to be work actually it's just you know parental burnout I think is probably a thing I'm mm-hmm. kind of still new to it so I don't know um exactly how that goes and you know there are two parents in this case that's not always a luxury for people so mm-hmm. uh I can see how that could quickly become a thing um so, yeah, this is what I was talking about. Burnout is, like, it's, it's too yeah. real.
1: Especially our friends who are parents and want to do to start a creative thing. Like, that's got to be really tough um, to to balance that. I, I know you're in the middle of f- figuring out that balance now, but you had your business before, Oliver, and I'm I'm just thinking about people listening who maybe already have a family or a kid or two, and they're like... Okay, I want to pursue something creative, or I want to do something different or more, and want to, you know, it it takes like some reorganizing of priorities yeah. and things to to start something.
0: Yeah, how would you go the other way? That? Yeah, I mean, I, right? I don't I have don't have to experience that per se. Have it, but I mean, shout that, out to
1: those people yeah. who are still doing that yeah and have more challenges than you know just working too much yeah you know i mean
0: that's a testament to the way that like our creative person when you get it that's the that's a testament to the type of person who does that kind of thing where it's like look i just have this idea i'm so driven by it i have to pursue it and like it's your passion that kind of carries you through that period and you just figure it out and that's those are our people <laughs> you know you just right you, you're just making it happen however that Needs to look for given your life circumstances, and everyone's circumstances is different or unique with its own variables, and you just you just do it. But it isn't easy, and that's why we love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're our friends. We're championing. Yeah, we're championing you because you know you get us.
1: Yeah, and we get you. We get you. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> this episode was not meant to be depressing. It was meant to be short and sweet.
0: It's meant to make you feel hopefully just like identified with like yeah, I de- yeah it's burnout's a depressing thing, kind of it's like it bums me out because it's because it's a thing, but at the same time, you got to know other people are experiencing it too, and you got to know that other people are thinking the same similar thoughts to you. It's like if you feel like you're struggling and if you feel like it's not normal to sleep on your shop. Um, couch (laughs) then uh, you're actually probably right and you heard it here first yes (laughs) and uh, and we see you yeah so um,
1: yeah and other realtors out there I see you I feel what you're going through and um, I wish there was something that we could do as a collective to change the perspective or the way that the market is because Putting more houses on the market, I don't think, is the answer. There's a, there's a cultural shift that I think needs to happen. You can well, only
0: buy and sell houses between nine a.m. and five p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Monday through Friday.
1: Let's, can we go back to using landlines so I can't be reached twenty four seven?
0: That'd be sick. <laughs> or
1: office hours,
0: like shout out That to would the, never
1: happen. But like, how cool would that be if like we could only go back to using office landlines?
0: yeah that's actually and like leaving messages and voicemails I'm gonna write that down we'll talk about that next week (laughs) um landlines and like yeah cell phones and technology that's the problem like handwritten
1: memos you know like oh Frank called you gotta call him back and then you call him back and you I don't know
0: yeah this whole available anytime mindset is like it's problematic yeah and you heard it here first yeah You know what? I think we'll actually get into some of that next week when we talk about the whole... um,
1: Four-day work week? What we're
0: going to do next week is kind of like piggyback on this topic and talk about this um, sort of theoretical, idealized, but not impossible because it's happening in certain places, um, like four-day work week, three-day weekend kind of vibe. Or maybe you might call it like a 25-hour work week where you're working five hours a day but only five days a week kind of deal. Five times five, 25. Yeah. So I could have done that with my calculator watch. (laughs) Um, You're doing just like less... You're doing more work in less time because the way things are structured, it's structured to make you like work optimally and it's built into the culture and there's rest and there's work and they work symbiotically and it just works yeah um, so we're gonna get into that next week and hopefully like do a little bit of research and see like where that is happening because it is another sort of topic that's part of this conversation because of burnout culture there are companies and even like um, regions and even countries I think that are like really taking more seriously this this question of how do we create more healthy work cultures that are ultimately ironically more productive than this whole work all the time available anytime kind of thing that only half works. Yeah. Ironically. So, uh, so we'll get into that next week. Um, and
1: if you, if our listeners have any ideas, they should definitely shoot us a DM or like send us an email. Cause this would be a great opportunity for our listeners to chime in on their experiences. Yeah. Um, we are available anytime at get it. I just made a pun.
0: Wow. We're available
1: anytime. We're, through email. We are
0: available anytime, but I'm not going to read that email until yeah. the morning. We are available anytime, <laughs> but kidding. not I'll all the time. It. It comes
1: um, Housecoffeepodcast at gmail.com or housecoffeepodcast on Instagram. Shoot us a message. We do want to hear from you.
0: Sure do. Or you can call me on my new landline phone at Story Coffee. <laughs>
1: yes, that's a <laughs> sick phone. Shout out to
0: the new landline phone. Oh, you got to come see it. Maybe I'll post. I should post it on Instagram. You should. You can put it on our Instagram as well.
1: I will. That's awesome. I'll well, take a picture of
0: it. Shout out to TJ for locking that down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice work, TJ.
0: All right, y'all. We love you. Yeah. Keep grinding, but not too hard.
1: But not too hard. Okay.
0: No, definitely not a double grind. <laughs>
1: yeah, no double
0: grinding. <laughs> Peace.
1: Later.